Tashtelek and welcome to Tibet this week, a weekly news edition on Tibet, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Central Tibetan Administration. Let's have a look at today's headlines. His Holiness the Dalai Lama congratulates the New Zealand Prime Minister-elect. U.S. Capitol Hill celebrates 16th anniversary of conferment of the U.S. Congressional Gold Medal on His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Sikyong Pimpasring addresses National Press Club, Washington, D.C. House Select Committee on CCP Issues Statement Calling for Peaceful Resumption of Sino-Tibet Dialogue. Kalu Nodzutuma attends Forum 2000 Conference. The Tibet Museum hosts temporary exhibition on Tibetan resistance movement. Office of Tibet London conducts Tibet Advocacy at Conservative and Labour Party's annual conferences. Representative Kama Senke and MP Tenzi Pinsodori attend Governing Body Meeting of National Federation of Australian Tibetan Communities Association. India-Tibet Coordination Office organizes Tibet Awareness Program in Uttar Pradesh. His Holiness the Dalai Lama wrote a congratulatory letter to Chris Luxon, Prime Minister-elect of the New Zealand, and wished the new Prime Minister-elect every success in meeting the challenges that lie ahead in fulfilling the needs and aspirations of the people of New Zealand. His Holiness in his letter extolled New Zealand's nuclear-free policy and said they have the potential to play an important role in promoting global security and peace, which is a message that other countries need to hear and to emulate. This Tuesday marked the 16th anniversary of the conferment of the U.S. Congressional Gold Medal to His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. The anniversary was celebrated at the Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. with attendance of some high-level U.S. lawmakers such as Speaker Emerita Nancy Pelosi, Congressman Jim McGovern and Chris Smith, Congresswoman Betty McCollum and Jen Shakowski. Sikyong Pembatsring, International Campaign for Tibet Chair Richard Gere and its President Tenjoy Gyatso, former CTA Kalun Tenzin Namge Teto were also in attendance. Speaker Emerita Nancy Pelosi called the bestowal of the highest civilian honor to His Holiness as a source of pride and commended ICT's chair Richard Gere for his tireless efforts to attract people to not only His Holiness but to cause of Tibet, for which she expressed her eternal gratitude. She also emphasized the bipartisan support of U.S. legislators towards His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Sikyong Pimpasring said the award is a huge honor for Tibetans suffering inside Tibet as it represents the sustenance of their indomitable spirit even after 64 years of Chinese suppression. Sikyong Pimpasring of the Central Tibetan Administration addressed the National Press Club at Washington, D.C. on Wednesday this week. Sikyong spoke on Tibet's geopolitical relevance, its spiritual and cultural impact, and the effects of Chinese President Xi Jinping's one-China policy which threatens to extinguish Tibetan identity. 
Currently, Sikyong Pemper Sitting is in Washington, D.C., meeting U.S. lawmakers and lobbying for the successful passage of the Promoting a Resolution to Tibet-China Conflict Act. Following the successful completion of his median official engagements in Latin America, Sikyong Pemper Sitting arrived in Los Angeles on Thursday last week, following which Sikyong arrived in New Mexico, Georgia and Virginia. Sikyong met with the Tibetan communities of Los Angeles, Albuquerque, and Santa Fe, Atlanta, and Charlottesville. Sikyong talked about the recent charter, voluntary contribution to Central Tibetan Administration, exemption that has been offered under the unanimous resolution adopted during the fifth session of the 17th Tibetan Parliament in exile. Sikyong further spoke about the other key priorities of current Kasha's political and administrative endeavors, including its compliance with the policy of the middle way approach for resolving the Sino-Tibet conflict. Sikyong reminded the youth of the additional responsibility in securing Tibet's future as the nation's future. On Wednesday this week, the chairman of the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party, Mike Gallagher, and the ranking member, Raja Krishnamurti, issued a joint statement calling for a peaceful resolution of the Sino-Tibet conflict following a meeting with Sikyong Bembatsering of the Central Tibetan Administration and ICT Chair Richard Gare. Kalu Nozuduma of the Department of Information and International Relations met with the politicians, representatives of civil society organizations, journalists, democracy activists and human rights defenders at the 27th Forum 2000 conference in Prague, Czech Republic between 16 to 17 October. Kalu Nozuduma also participated as one of the speakers on the panel discussion on defending democracy in the age of sharp power. On Friday last week, former Kalun of Security, Dongchung Mutub inaugurated the Tibet Museum's temporary exhibition titled Shadow Circus. Alongside the former Kalun, the inaugural ceremony was presided over by the DIR Secretary Kama Chuing and special guests, filmmakers Tenzi Sonam and Ritu Sarin. The purpose of organizing the temporary exhibition was to disseminate information about the uncensored, unbiased and untainted history of Tibet spanning from 1957 to 1974 to highlight and encapsulate the resistant movement of Tibet given its historical significance. Shadow Circus is based on the documentary of the same name directed by Tenzing Sonam and Ritu Sarin. It is being hosted in many parts of the world, from Berlin to Kochi and New Delhi to Mumbai, and this time arriving in Dharamshala. With the support of local Tibetans in Manchester, Leeds, Veral and Liverpool, the Office of Tibet London conducted intensive advocacy and awareness activities around the annual conferences of the Conservative and Labour parties this month. The two core messages from the office at these political events were to garner interest and potential role of UK government in the Tibet-China conflict resolution and protection of Tibet's environment to thwart a potential existential threat to humankind. The Office of Tibet London also held a talk session consisted of UK-based Tibet experts Professor Dibesh Anand, Dr. Martin Mills and Representative Sonam Farsi, moderated by Secretary Loche. Representative Sonam Farsi and Secretary Loche Samden, supported by many Tibetans residing in the neighborhood of the conference venue cities, engaged with parliamentarians, councillors, researchers and party members of the ruling and opposition parties, as well as like-minded organizations, businesses and activists participating at these events. The team also had the opportunity to exchange solidarity with Hong Kong, 
human rights defenders. The seventh governing body meeting of the National Federation of Australian Tibetan Communities Association was convened on 14th to 15th October at Wagga Wagga City in New South Wales. Representative Kamasinghe of the Office of Tibet Canberra attended the meetings as the chief guest and member of the Tibetan Parliament Tenzi Pinzo Doring attended as a guest of honour. The meeting discussed and deliberated on various agendas including strengthening Tibet advocacy in Australia, facilitating the CTA's newly initiated VTAG program and the importance of the membership drive in the payment of Green Book and Blue Book Tibetan Solidarity Partnership contributions. On Monday this week, the India-Tibet Coordination Office and Bharat Tibet Samwak jointly organized an event Tibet Awareness Program in Kushinagar, Uttar Pradesh. Former MLA Sri Rajnikan Mani Tripathi talk about the linguistic and spiritual relations that India shares with Tibet. He called out the Indian youth to support and show solidarity with the Tibetan issue. More than 300 students along with some media representatives took part in the event. The event also saw the Tibet Museum's photo exhibition titled India-Tibet Relations on the campus which was thronged by students and faculties. That is all the news for this week's edition of Tibet This Week. Thank you for watching Tibet TV.